0: Good morning, dear friends. We'd like to chant the refuges and precepts again together, just as a reminder for ourselves of the safe havens of the Buddha, Dhamma, and Sangha, and of our commitment to non harm as an expression of the Metta heart we'll chant 8 for those 5 for everybody and 8 for those who are on the 8 precepts and just to uh let you know this will be the last day for the 8 preceptors tomorrow everybody will be on 5 we're just going to chant together and um for those or whom it's new, you can um, join in when you feel comfortable. Namo Tassa bhagavato arahato sama sambudasa Namo Tassa bhagavato arahato sama sambudasa Namo tassa bhagavato arahato sammasambuddhassa Buddhaṃ saraṇaṃ gacchāmi Dhammaṃ saraṇaṃ gacchāmi Saṅghaṃ saraṇaṃ gacchāmi Dutiampi, Pudam, sarnam Gachami. Dutiampi, Tamam, Saranam, Gachami. Dutiampi, Sangam, sarnam Gachami. Tatiampi, Pudam, sarnam Gachami. Tatiampi damam serenam gachami Tatiampi sangam Sernam gachami Panatipata pata we ramani si we ramani sika padam samadhyami, abramacharya. We ramani sika padam samadhyami, musawada. We ramani sika padam samadhyami. Sura Maria Majapamadatana Ramani Sikapadam Samadi Yami Wikala Ramani Wadita we sukata malaganda we lepana dharana, mandana we busanatana we ramani sikapadamsamariyami mahasayana we ramani si Padam dam me silam maga pachayo tu sadu sadu sadu.
1: And for those on the eight precepts, you may want to, um, we recommend
2: you uh, end the eight precepts tomorrow to support your re-entry. So, and of course, those who are staying on for two weeks, who may be on the eight precepts, please continue
3: to uh, practice with the eight precepts. Oh, the Buddha said,
2: develop a mind so filled with love that it resembles space which cannot be painted, cannot be marred, cannot be ruined. So, This is a basic direction of our practice as our hearts open up, become more tender. Our hearts open to be like space itself. We can open with our responsiveness, malleability of the heart and open to the quality of metta for all beings without exception also allows us to open, really open our hearts wide uh, to the fullness of life itself. So today we'll be expanding the field of metta to include all beings, uh, radiating metta outwards toward all beings without exception. So it's a process Uh, we've been following, this gradual stretching, opening of the heart, and the practice form is always offered in this um, form of expanding outwards toward all beings. So, and we naturally feel, you may feel this, we, we connect with our own wish for safety, happiness, health, and ease. We connect with that of our easy being. And we begin to recognize that every being, every being, without exception, want safety, happy, happiness, health, and ease. We can even see it with the animals of the land, the way that turkeys may move away from us to protect their safety. Even the, bu- the bug that might get in our room, and we get a glass and rescue the bug to relocate it outside, we can see that, the fear that the bug experiences. So even creatures, even the creatures of the land want safety, happiness, health, and ease. And as our hearts open, we feel that. Hearts become more tender. We make this strong connection with every other being. We begin to recognize that our ha- our own happiness is so much connected to the happiness of other beings. And metta can open up so unconditionally that we cannot separate even our own wish for, for happiness from a wish for the happiness of others. And that's the ultimate of true true quality of metta that we're cultivating. Metta is ultimately boundless and unconditional. We see the restrictions in the heart, the attachments where we need someone to behave differently for us to feel metta. We feel that little tinge of, I just can't, can't feel metta for you at this point. It's fine. We recognize those catches, those hooks. We continue with the practice. And there may be beings where we can't quite open to metta yet, and we can just have the intention. Maybe say to ourselves, well, I have the intention to open to metta for you, even though I can't quite do it yet. Of it is it is like a capacity of the heart that we begin to find that our hearts can be so open, open like space itself. It does take a certain amount of courage and a certain amount of um, fearlessness to keep allowing the heart to stretch open wider. We find the heart is very sensitive, very tender, and that's where the courage the courage of the heart courage being a heart quality. <laughs> can support us, as well as, as, well as um, the confidence in our own heart. The Buddhist word faith, faith in the Buddhist terminology, means a trusting confidence in the heart. We keep putting our trust in the heart as we expand our circle of metta, as we expand and stretch out our hearts even further. And we can see so many problems in the world that result from um, people not being able to open their hearts, the restrictions of their hearts, the way that wars happen between countries where people who have good hearts, we all ultimately have good hearts. People in one country say, well, I, I, I can love those people, but only if they change that behavior. And see how much needless suffering results from the Restrictions of the heart that arise for, for beings. So, this expanding field, we always start with um, where we make the connection the easiest. So, that's what we'll do today. And we keep reiterating that this is the touch point for your practice, the springboard, in effect, for every single sitting to begin with where you make the connection the easiest. Does that allow you to to make that connection of metta, to connect with your intention and the basic warmth of metta? It doesn't have to be big and grand. It can be very gentle and soft. Many different ways we can feel metta. And of course, we just stay with the practice and recognize times when we will feel a dryness or a lack of connection. And then we expand to make sure to include self, so we never exclude self from our offering of metta. So if we have another easy being, we move to self. And then we've expanded to include good friend, where there may be a little attachment, a little more attachment. Pretty easy to connect with a good friend, but there's some attachment. We begin to feel like what it's like to see those attachments in the heart, to keep staying with the metta practice, with our phrases, with our intentions let the metta do the work to soften around those attachments. And then we expand outwards to the neutral being, where it might be a little harder to connect at a heart level. And we find tools of practice that allow us to make that connection, maybe to recognize, as, uh, as I like to do, to imagine that being, that neutral person was once a baby, was once a child, Wanted safety, happiness, health, and ease. That they had and have people who loved and care about them. That they experienced joys and sorrows of life, just like I do. That allows me to begin to connect with uh, with neutral beings. Some folks actually find it easier to connect with neutral beings because there is no hook, no attachment. So it's interesting, so many different experiences. So we'll expand outwards now to include all beings, all beings without exception. So as we do this practice, we might find at times someone difficult might pop in, like I can't include you in this field. That may not come up for you, but if it does, just, you know, <laughs> I have the intention. I have the intention to open my heart to metta and move on, keep staying with your practice. Um, so you may find certain defenses, barriers, but uh, just allow the mettake to, to keep doing the work and recognize what's present, return to the practice. So well, let's begin
3: with a sitting. guided sit. I like to
2: always begin by connecting in the body and feeling the body on the earth, touch points of to the body on the earth supported by the earth, feeling the love of the earth that takes care of us so well.
1: And allowing a softening in the body. Connecting with our easy being.
3: Where we make the easiest connection. And beginning with your practice, with your phrases. May I be safe. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I
1: live with ease. And if you're not including uh, self as your easy being, then move to include self. Now we begin to expand outwards to
2: all of the beings on this retreat, all of the beings in this hall. We can include in the field,
1: Temple and Christina, who are having their day off. Offering metta to everyone in our sangha for this retreat
2: knowing that all the beings here wish for safety, happiness, health, and ease, just as we do. May we all be safe. May we be happy. May we be healthy. May we live with ease. And
3: continuing with this category of beings, All beings in the hall, all beings in our
1: sangha, and expanding the field to include all of the staff members of
2: Spirit Rock who are on the land supporting supporting us, supporting our retreat, holding the container
3: from the heart of the Dharma, the retreat coordinators, retreat support associates, the cook,
2: Hooks and the staff down the hill that we may not see or only see at lunchtime, including them in the field as well as our own sanghi here. May we all be safe. May we be happy.
3: May we be healthy. May we live with ease.
1: Expanding the circle now to include all of the beings and all the
2: creatures of the land turkeys, deer,
3: bobcats, coyotes, mountain lions, raccoons, possums, many animals of the
1: land. All the creatures.
3: Bizzards, bugs, all of these beings wishing for
2: safety, happiness, health, and ease, just like us. We include them in this expanded field. We include ourselves, our sangha, the staff, the animals, the creatures on the land. May we all be safe. May we be happy. May we be healthy,
1: may we live with ease. And we begin to expand the field boundlessly,
2: unconditionally, in all directions. We start by offering metta to all beings in front of us, spreading outwards boundlessly, unconditionally, metta for all beings in front. And we can have a felt sense of this offering. We sweep around to our right, metta for all beings to our right, sweeping
1: around all beings behind, to the left, and front, and all beings above,
3: and below.
2: Metta being offered to all beings without exception. Beings that are both seen and unseen. Beings born,
3: being born, beings dying. Beings doing good. Beings doing harm. Allowing our hearts to open boundlessly and unconditionally.
2: All beings included in this field of metta. May we all be safe, may we be happy, may we be healthy, may
3: we live with ease. Continuing with your phrases of metta
1: for all beings. you could stay with metta for all beings, but know
2: that if you're perhaps not feeling a connection or maybe there's some spaciness with this, you could always return to the easy being and gradually radiate outwards again. Go through the whole cycle again, if you wish. And if you wish
3: to just return to your easy category for the remainder of the sit, trust
1: your heart. In these final few minutes, you could return to your easy being category.
2: And power perhaps would be supportive to have a sense of reconnecting in the body, the body resting on the earth.
1: And continue with your metta practice, for this easy being.
3: Uh, I offered one form
2: of the radiating metta outwards for all beings, but there's different forms you may know, and feel free to practice with a particular method that uh, works for you. And the encouragement, too, that you may just be, as we offer instructions on these different categories, just bringing in into your practice for this one instruction period, maybe another period during the day, maybe many other periods. Um, Many folks are really staying with self as their primary category for the whole retreat, perhaps using the easy being as a support. And again, trusting the heart on what you feel is most important in your practice right now. Sometimes it can be good, just as uh, you've seen uh, done in some of the guided uh, meditations here, that you can end your um, sitting. Uh, Say you've been saying metta for yourself, the bell rings. You could stay in your seat or on your cushion for three or four minutes longer and just close the sitting by offering metta for all beings. So. In walking, if you do a walking meditation with all beings, a couple couple suggestion ideas, you can find your own way and be creative with it. But uh, one might be as you walk in one direction, imagine offering metta in that direction, so it's heading north, all beings to the north, and then turn back, offering metta for all beings to the south. The same east, right side east, west, above, below, that's one possible way to do it. You could imagine concentric circles, starting in a small circle around you, and as you walk one way, and as you walk another way, it gradually expands outward. You can you can find your way with this. Um, So it's a little bit of, uh, this is there's a real creative experiment. It's in some ways an experimental aspect to this, and just testing the waters. What's it like to open our hearts to all beings? And uh, if we had more time, uh, many of the teachers here, we've been on metta retreats for long periods of time, for months, two months, even three months sometimes. And ideally, it would just stay with one category until the heart feels entirely open. Just stay with metta for self. And then same thing with a good friend and then the neutral person until the heart feels entirely open for that neutral person. So doing it very gradually where it may be a week or two weeks with each category. So we're going through pretty quickly, but want to give you a flavor of, the, of each category. So... um Encouragement, a few, a few few suggestions. One, the encouragement to really stay with the practice. We still have two two full practice days. Um, Naturally, the mind may begin to think ahead, but just bring it back here. Come back to the body, feel the earth. Stay with your intention, with metta. Stay with the practice. It's really a precious. Precious opportunity to say with the practice, you've made a big commitment to be here for this time, and uh, why not take full advantage of it to just be here now with the practice? Um, there's practice meetings on the board for both Saturday and Sunday. So if you look at the board, make sure you look to see the day it's listed for your practice meeting. There's one change on the schedule for Rebecca's practice meetings today. Uh, Gianna, your time uh, has been moved to nine thirty. so you want to head down the hill when we end. <laughs> and, um, so as we mentioned that the the folks who are newer to practice are here for the first retreat. We wanted to make sure to have time for the three practice meetings and regrettably for Others, the schedule, for those who are more experienced, we only had time for the two practice meetings. We thought, could we do 17 straight days, I guess it would be six, is it 17, yes, 17 straight days without a day off for the teachers. And we thought, we can't do that. <laughs> We've got to give ourselves a break. So we're giving ourselves uh, 24 hours off, and uh, that's why you'll see some of the teachers not here at times in this period. Uh, we recognize the need for this retreat to be a little longer. Uh, part of my role as Spirit Rock as guiding teacher is to develop the retreat calendar. We've already finalized the retreat calendar for 2025. So we teach about being here now, but we plan way far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and in 2025, this retreat will be an extra day, and the insight retreat that follows will be an extra day. So... This particular peculiar issue that came up with our practice meetings won't be a problem so, in the future. So come back in 25. <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of regrettably, there are some planning things we need to do for the end of the retreat. So, uh, we do ask that you confirm on the bulletin board if you need a ride share, if you need a shuttle make sure to list that on the board uh, by two o'clock today. Otherwise you may not be able to take advantage of the ride here. Couple of questions received in writing. I'd like to, re- to reply to questions that are appropriate questions for the hall. Um, in a Buddhist belief system, does the act of sending metta bestow any benefit to a recipient, even remote? Now we are, as we go through the categories, we're really practicing to purify our own hearts. We're not trying to to make a connection, a felt, energetic connection with the other person where they get to feel the metta. It's really about purifying our own hearts. It may well be when you go back in the world, people feel a metta in your presence, and we can feel that in the world, that we feel the kindness. Maybe it's just like a someone at the cash register of a grocery store who's just really always kind and friendly. We feel it, and it's like a benefit that they're offering to the world. So that's something that will come forward, and our metta practice will come forward in benefiting others in that way. And sometimes speaking metta is a beautiful thing to do. Like uh, I remember... I was at the airport in 9-11 and, um, in a management job, and it was a pretty intense time. And I received a lot, of, um, a lot of messages from folks saying that they were holding, holding me in their hearts, and I could really feel the metta, the compassion, and felt like a support. So sometimes speaking metta, can't do it here, speaking metta out loud uh, can be a great practice. Just, just bringing metta into the world... <laughs> I said this at the beginning of the retreat, but imagine if everybody was doing this kind of practice and work, how how the world could change. Um, Question about staying with one versus allowing the practice to jump around, maybe to jump from one friend to another friend to another friend to a family member. The benefit in staying with a one is that we are stabilizing the mind. Really important to begin to stabilize the mind to build a concentration samadhi that, prov- that supports a, a calming, a collecting of the heart and mind. And concentration, as I mentioned last night, is a proximate cause for the arising of equanimity. So important, it's a good support to just stay with the one. There's no hard and fast rule, there's no dharma police here. <laughs> and when someone comes into your heart, as we said, just metta, metta. And then return to the one. And you can imagine the the friends or others who pop in the field that kind of still being held maybe at some distance and know that they're in the field of metta that you're offering. But uh, staying with a one can be a really, really useful tool. We have time for um, some other questions. And um, uh, Bonnie or Devin, if you could grab a mic. And a couple of questions, one right here in front on the left. Right in the second row,
3: Bonnie. Uh, I think r- Devin has it. Right, uh, right here in the second row. Thank you. Um, so um, I guess what I'm having difficulty with is, you know, we say you said last night, John. D- Can no, you hold on my No, no fixing, no judging. Right, mm. just uh-huh. trusting. Yeah. Um And I know that, you know, what we're supposed to be doing is accepting whatever's arising. Mm. But for me, like, what I'm really struggling with is judgment when it arises in myself.
0: Mm. So it's the Mm -hmm. (laughs) meta-judgment. Not meta-judgment, but, you know. Um, Mm. So, uh, yeah, I I mean, I'm just wondering if you have any advice for accepting
2: that. Uh, I, I can feel that. Having had that experience in practice, and exactly what I was talking about with my hospice hospice experience was there's a self judgment of I'm not good enough. And I shouldn't be doing this work. And that can come up for us right here on this retreat. I'm not doing it right, I'm not good enough. And we just we recognize it and we recognize we're suffering in that moment of, of self judgment. We're suffering. It is just a thought. It's only a thought. It's, it's a thought that's arisen from some conditions in our lives, arose in my life. It's just a thought. And to recognize it's, it's it uh, that thought is creating suffering in our hearts and minds. So to meet it with kindness and compassion. And a kind and compassionate action might be, I care. I care care about the suffering, and then this coming back to your metta practice. And the metta is like the healing ointment that does the work, that begins to break through that, that delusion. And it's just a delusion, <laughs> but it can seem so real. And we can't just say, no, go away. It's gotta, it will come up. <laughs> and uh, just keep meeting it with kindness and metta for yourself that feel does that feel right mm-hmm. so, thank you thank you for sharing that i think that speaks to the experience of a whole lot of folks i'm seeing a lot of heads nodding so thank you for sharing that so back uh, sure mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, that's good. um when when offering metta to specific beings um we've been sort of given the instruction and I find it's really helpful to visualize them or connect to a felt sense of them as a way to stabilize concentration. And mm. when offering metta to all beings, it's like a much more abstract sort of mm. subject to connect to. And I found in our, our practice just now, it was challenging to maintain that concentration um, mm. because it's hard to visualize every being in existence. Um, mm
1: mm-hmm. I tried yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, I tried like snapshots of different beings and then like mm. did some I don't know anyways, suggestions on on how the techniques for stabilizing concentration when offering meta to these much larger categories?
2: Um, couple of thoughts uh, One is it it can be good to to go back as I suggested to go back at the beginning and then just keep doing the radiating so you're you're maintaining some connection. Um, it can also be that let go of the the images as a tool for practice and just be with a felt sense. It can be a felt a felt sense of metta expanding outwards from the heart, from the body, and the field. And it may just be this felt sense of kindness, care for all beings without any particular image coming up. But people have such different experiences. Some people, the images are really strong and come up um, but those would be a couple tools I suggest would suggest being with a felt sense or um coming back to the beginning and you uh, can be be creative and see if something else comes
1: up for you as well okay. Do we have time for one more? Okay, you sure okay this is gonna be a quick quick
2: question i'm I'm against the wall. That'd be quick. <laughs> Lots of meta
3: with it. Quick quick meta question.
0: Well, I, I, I might respond to the comment or the question about, um, does, does the recipient get anything? Mm-hmm. If I'm working on a practice to open my heart, and the concentration of that practice is that a community, a person, a a system, an institution, people are safe and happy and healthy, then it would seem that in opening my heart, my actions could indeed change and shift towards any of those elements in the way I'm active in the world, in the way I vote, in the way I spend my money. You're, can you're contribute to... Exact,
2: exactly right. Exactly right. The way we manifest in the world through our actions of body, speech, and mind, when they come forward from a heart of metta and kindness, there's an impact. Right here in the hall, we're not trying to change anything. Uh, we're not trying to change another being. But certainly, it, our open heart will manifest into the world. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. So we need to end, and uh, Rebecca and Gianna are gonna be walking down the hill fast. So uh, we're going to let, as a teacher's exit, Gianna's get exit right
1: behind to help support that uh, day of practice. Thank you for listening.